today we're talking about garbage thoughts. Hello, my friends. How are we doing today? One of the questions that I get asked more than anything else is if I'm in a good relationship, if this relationship is right, then why am I having these thoughts? Why am I having these doubts? I thought that once it's right, you're not ever supposed to doubt. And we hear on the podcast, we see other people's stories, and we're like, okay, so other people are experiencing this, but why? Why are there these thoughts? And so today I want to talk to you guys about that, about why we experience thoughts and why our brain comes up with these random questions or nitpicky things about our relationship. But first, we got listener shout out time. So today's review we actually have from Oxford95. This person wrote, I just wanted to say thank you for taking for talking about anxiety. I struggle so much and even just listening to one episode has helped me think differently. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, Oxford95, for taking that review. Um, time to do that for this podcast. Um, it's been so fun to get to um, hear your guys' different stories. Um, just in this past week, I've had a few of you guys reach out and just share how just through this podcast alone, you've noticed yourself be able to make major changes with your anxiety and being able to start, um, you know, moving in or getting engaged and making the big changes you want to make. So thank you. Um, okay. So why do we have these thoughts? Um, first of all, it's important to know our brain's job is to keep us safe, to detect potential threats. This is part of what our primitive brain does. Back in the day when we were more in survival mode, today's day and age, life is pretty easy comparatively. We don't have to really worry as much about food or water or shelter, at least if you're listening to this podcast, most likely those aren't any concerns for you. Uh, but back in the day, you know, we had to fight for a lot of those things and our brain was going to work trying to find ways to keep us safe. And so part of that was detecting threats if someone else could hurt us um, or maybe identifying um, if there's not enough food, right? That was our brain's job was to find problems in order to keep us alive. So that is one component of why these thoughts come up for us is our brain identifies the possibility of a future pain in a relationship, a divorce, heartbreak, loneliness, whatever it is. Our brain sees that and is like, that's scary. I don't want to feel that. So let's come up with some thoughts right now to keep us safe. But I think of a lot of these thoughts as basically a brain error. Where our brain's trying to come up with this useful information, it's trying to keep us safe, but really, there is no threat here. You are safe. 
assuming that there is no abuse happening in your relationship, that we're okay. And there isn't immediate, like, as long as your partner's not hitting you or threatening you or hurting you at all, like, you are physically safe right now. But our brain is kind of making an error by thinking, like, there's a threat or a danger when there isn't. And having an error in your brain is totally natural and normal. And it's like a byproduct of us being alive. A byproduct of us being a human that has thoughts is sometimes we have thoughts that are useful and sometimes we have thoughts that are not useful. And I think of this kind of like garbage. (laughs) So this idea hit me, believe it or not. On the way out, taking the garbage to the curb, I realized our brains have garbage. If you think about any system that produces something, a natural part of that system is waste. Some leftover material that we can't use. So my husband and I, (laughs) I should say more my husband, um, have been in the process of doing a lot of house projects. <laughs> He's, it's been my ideas. So that's the, my husband, that's the I part of it. <laughs> He's been the one executing the, putting it together. Um, but like recently, you know, like building a desk. And as you build a desk out of wood, there is the byproduct of wood shavings. Like part of, or sanding the desk down and getting little fine grits of wood. It's material that is unusable, that is kind of a necessary part of the process of creating something. Um, Or if you maybe think about, um, you know, creating a dinner. While you are putting together food and creating something like this usable end product of food that we can eat, um, like, you know, let's say a salad, there's going to be some leftover things, like maybe the base of the lettuce head that we have to cut off, the wrapper that the lettuce came in, maybe the container for the dressing, or, um, you know, if you're doing a cob salad and there's some boiled eggs on it, the shells are going to be left over. So, You have this beautiful salad, but we also have the byproduct of some waste. This is true of anything we are creating. We live in an imperfect world where whenever we make something, there's going to be the byproduct of a little bit of waste. We never can be 100% efficient. And this is true not only in building desks, making dinner, or creating art, But also in the case of our brains, is no system is 100% efficient. Whenever we are creating something, there's going to be a byproduct of waste. So we're in the process of creating a relationship with our partner, of building our lives with one another. And not every thought we think is going to be super useful or important. So we have lots of loving, beautiful, wonderful thoughts about our partner or about our relationship. 
But we also have a lot of garbage thoughts. Thoughts about how they're annoying or maybe we don't really love them or maybe this relationship isn't right or what if he cheats on us? How do we know? Like what could happen in the future? What if we get hurt? So while we have these beautiful thoughts that we love that are helping us build this relationship that we love, we also tend to get very frustrated with ourselves for having these garbage thoughts. But what's so interesting is we don't really judge ourselves for the actual physical garbage we have. I mean, I guess some of us do from a sense of being environmentally sensitive, but most of us recognize, like even say just in your room, after living in your room for a day, two days, there's going to be some things we need to clean up. Whether or not you pick up the clothes right away or you wait a week, like our bathroom is going to collect dust. There's going to be some smudges on the mirror. There might be a few things that are a little bit disheveled. And imagine if we were to be so frustrated with our room getting messy. Now, some of us really might be frustrated with, oh, I have a messy room or my room is a little bit um, not as clean as I would like. But we also understand that is the nature of living in a room is it gets a little messy and I got to clean it up a little bit. We don't judge ourselves and say, oh my gosh, what the heck is wrong with you? Why do you have a smudge on your mirror? Why do you have some dust on your shower? You shouldn't be accumulating dust. You cleaned it a few weeks ago. You should be over this by now. This dust shouldn't be here. Something's wrong with you. We don't do that. We're like, yeah, there's dust. Yes, there's smudges on the mirror. I've been living here. That's what happens over time is there's dust or dirt and items that are a little out of place and we got to clean it up. We got to pick it up. We know that that is inevitable part of being alive. Yet when it comes to our thoughts, we totally do that. We totally judge ourselves for having garbage thoughts and beat ourselves up and be like, what's wrong with you? Why did you think that thought? I thought we figured this out. I thought we got rid of that thought. You shouldn't be thinking this anymore. No one else thinks this thought, which is the equivalent of telling yourself, what is wrong with you? Why is there garbage? Why is there dust? No one else has garbage. No one else gets dirt in their rooms. That is literally what we're telling our brains is we're beating ourselves up for something that is a natural part of living. A natural part of living is our brain produces some thoughts that aren't as useful, some thoughts that don't make sense, thoughts that are random, thoughts that, you know, are against what we really want in life. Thoughts that beat ourselves up, thoughts that tell us we're not good enough, are some of our garbage thoughts. So when we go over to other people's houses, a lot of times, it looks really clean because it is all put together before friends show up. I know that I definitely do this where I know someone's coming over and it's like, okay, let's get the house all clean and tidy. So it looks like there's no garbage. It looks like there's never any dust. It looks like it's never dirty. But the truth is it was dirty like an hour before they got here. And we can go over to someone else's immaculate house and think, wow, 
my house never looks like this. My house is never clean. These people must never have any garbage. Or we can recognize like, oh, they probably cleaned it up right before we got here. Um, They at some point had to clean up their house, just like we have to clean up our house. And the same is true with our brains. I think sometimes we look at other people and other relationships and we just assume they never have random thoughts like this. They never doubt. They never question. They never think X, Y, Z. When we're totally looking at their clean house and we really don't know, we're not getting a full picture. Like in understanding part of human brains is we have thought errors. We have garbage thoughts is other people have garbage thoughts too. Are they maybe different than your garbage thoughts? Very possibly, but they have them all the same. Their brains get messy just like yours. They have garbage to take out just like you. So we can look at other people and shame and beat ourselves up and tell us something's wrong with our brain or recognize we are just like every other brain. We are just like every other house where it gets messy sometimes and we gotta clean it out. We have to clean out our brain. We have to take care of it. A lot of times we like to let the garbage pile up. What we do is we have a thought like, oh my gosh, what if he cheats on me? And instead of recognizing like, ooh, that's a random garbage thought and we see it and we just kind of let it go, we throw it out, is like, why did I think that this thought must mean something? (laughs) Maybe he is going to cheat on me. Let's keep this piece of garbage right out here on the counter and look at it and maybe accumulate some other pieces of garbage too just to make sure it doesn't mean anything. Let's hang on to this one. Let's double check. Maybe we throw it away, but then we go back out and we look at it again. Or maybe we really do throw it away and the garbage man comes and picks it up, but then the next week we find a very similar piece of garbage floating around in our brain. I'm like, oh, here it is again. It must mean something. Or we can recognize there's my brain being a brain again, offering me that random thought. We maybe can't control the fact that there is garbage, that there are random thoughts that pop into our brain, but we can control how we decide to respond to them. We can decide if we're going to throw it out, if we're going to freak out about it. We can decide if we're going to keep it up on a shelf and look at it all the time and collect more pieces or if we're just going to let it go. And then we might have another piece of garbage come up and then we let it go again. Are we going to freak out about it is the question. How do we choose to respond to it? Are we going to judge ourselves, beat ourselves up? Like, I thought you were over having this thought. I thought you were never going to think this again. It's like, no, being a human, this thought's just coming up for me again. From a place of compassion for ourselves. Just like you would with actual garbage, right? It's like, yep, there's this piece of trash again. Time to throw it away. I have another box from another package I ordered. I remember one of the very first garbage thoughts I had was after we had gotten engaged and I was hanging out with my husband and, well, my now husband, (laughs) fiance at the time, and looking at him and thinking like, he's cute, but then popped into my head, but are you really attracted to him? And I was like, oh my gosh, why did I have that thought? Why did I think that? 
And so then I proceeded to try to prove to myself that it wasn't true. I took a picture of us together and I was looking at that picture and like, see, look how cute he is. Look how cute we are. But then the worried part of me started like really hyper analyzing little things about how he looked. And then to prove to myself even further that this thought of what if you're not attracted to him isn't true, is I started going around and looking at other guys and pointing out how my partner was more attractive than them. Yep, I know. That's what I did. Not judging or beating myself up for it. So I want to give you guys permission that if you're doing anything similar, to not shame yourself for it, but just notice that's what I'm doing. Noticing like how I think other people are attractive or not attractive and trying to prove, okay, yes, look, my see, I really do think my partner is attractive. He's more attractive than these people. And I was giving so much attention to this garbage thought. And what really ended up happening is not only did I prove all these other people around me weren't attractive, is I also started seeing my partner more that way. I just started training my brain to nitpick how everybody looked. <laughs> so I started... Yeah, I proved other people aren't attractive and I proved my partner wasn't attractive. And I just started seeing everyone through this very objective, uh, objectifying physical lens or freaking out when I did see someone I found attractive. And I was like, oh my gosh, he is more attractive than my partner and making it mean something. So basically what happened is I went from one piece of garbage that just popped up into my head that then I started collecting more and more and adding to the pile to make some sort of meaning out of one random thought. Now the good news is, once you realize that, you can just take it all out to the trash. You don't have to keep focusing on it. You can have that one piece and you don't have to collect more pieces. Now, I know what's going through your head. But what if it's not a garbage thought? How do I know? What if this thought is really important? And I know that's going through your head because the reason we even have that question in our heads is the whole reason we hang on to the thought in the first place. If we knew it was garbage right away, we would have we would have just thrown it out. And generally that's the difference between people with relationship anxiety and people who aren't is people without relationship anxiety do have random thoughts like that about their partner, but they don't dwell on them. They're not holding on to them. They're not making meaning out of it. They're just like, oh, that was weird. I questioned if he was attractive. <laughs> I guess maybe he doesn't look that attractive in this moment. That's okay. He looks attractive later. And then they let go of it. But relationship anxiety, we're like, oh, that means something. Let me prove that this is wrong. Let, let me really evaluate this piece of garbage and see if it's true. So we start collecting more of it. And one of my clients, we were literally talking about this concept this week of being able to notice random thoughts and being able to let go of them and not holding on to them and giving them so much meaning. And she asked a very similar thing was, well, what if the thought is important? Like, what if I shouldn't just be letting go of it? And then immediately stopped herself and said, wait, no, I... I know the difference. I know when it's just like an anxious thought versus when it's a thought that's like, this is a genuine thing that I need to work on. And we have to kind of create that for ourselves is that ability to sort garbage a little bit. 
So here's a few guidelines for you to kind of help think through it a little bit. One, is this a problem centered in this moment or a future problem in my mind? So for example, when your brain offers you the thought, he might cheat on me, what if he cheats on me, is very, very different from having facts and him having told you and you know he cheated on me, now what do we want to do? One is something happening in this present moment that we can solve for and do something about versus what if he cheats on me is a very intangible thing that hasn't happened yet and we can't prevent right now. There's nothing we can do in this moment. There's no way to solve for that. We tried to, but really it's just our brain spinning out versus when someone has cheated on us, we, ha- we, can, we have options, we have choices, we can decide where we want to go from there, what we want to do next. So one, is this this thought that's coming to my head, is this a problem centered in the moment or a future problem? Two, what's the energy behind the thought? We can tell based on the way the thought feels. Is it rushed? Is it frantic? Is it panicked? Are we trying to hurry and fix something? If this is genuinely something that you want to work on in your relationship, it'll feel a little bit more centered, more calm, more clear. It's not urgent. We don't need to hurry and do something about it. Much like garbage. If there's something stinky and smelly, we're going to hurry and throw it out versus something that isn't that way. We're okay with letting it sit around our house for a little bit. (laughs) Um, Three is this thought something that is solvable for us so for example one of the thoughts that our brains love to think is what if i like i might not love him enough what if i don't love him enough now this question is not something we can solve for how do we ever know if we love someone enough how do we prove that how do we How do we quantify having enough love or not enough love? We could probably find reasons you do love him enough and we could probably find reasons you don't. It's it's a question that we can't solve for. Now, on the other hand, if our brain is asking you a question like, what can I do to create more love? How do I love him more? That's a thought that we can solve for. We can figure out what to do, how to generate more love when we're asking ourselves that. Versus, do I love him enough? We'll never really have a solid, tangible answer to that question. Okay, number four for sorting through your garbage thoughts is, does the thought create a result you like? So when I was asking myself, well, what if I'm, am I really attracted to him? That thought made me end up feeling less attracted, made me anxious, overanalyze. I didn't really like that thought. What it created for me didn't create something I loved. So we can evaluate our different thoughts by recognizing what is this creating for me. If it creates something you love, then yeah, hang on to it, keep it. But if it's making, if it's creating more of what we don't want, it's probably a piece of garbage that we don't have to hang on to. 
Just because you think something doesn't mean you need to keep it. Just because you have a piece of garbage doesn't mean you have to hold on to it. You get to decide once a thought pops into your head, do we want to hold on to it or do we want to let go of it? Does this thought create a result we like? It doesn't. You're welcome to let go of it. Okay, so number one, is this a problem centered in this moment or future problem? Two, what's the energy behind your thought? Three, is this something that's solvable? And four, does this thought create a result you like? That's how we evaluate whether or not your thought is a garbage thought. So we can kind of assess, is this thought something I need to hold on to? Because a lot of us are like, I just can't stop thinking these thoughts. I don't know how to get rid of them. And the reason, it's, it's almost like, I don't know how to get rid of this garbage. But the reason that's happening is because one, you're judging yourself for it. You're beating yourself up for having the garbage in the first place. So you feel too much shame to do anything about it. And two, is part of you thinks it actually really might be important. So it's kind of like when you have a big pile of mess and you're like, okay, I know I need to go through this. I know I need to get rid of some stuff. But there's a part of us that's like, but there could be something I might need down the road. And that keep, keeps us from really letting go of it because of this thought of we might, I might need this paper or this document later, so I should hang on to it. A lot of times that's kind of what's going on in our heads is it's like, well, I might need this thought down the road. What if I do need it? So let's just hang on to it just to be safe, just in case. So that's why being able to sort through and recognize is this a garbage thought or not is so important because then we can help our brain see it's okay to let go of it. Now, of course, once you kind of identified garbage thoughts and having that realization, there are skills and tactics for how to clean out your room, for how to get rid of the garbage, because many of us do kind of get stuck in this. We have these thoughts and we're like, I just don't know how to let go of them. And so that's where having a coach or a therapist can be so powerful is like having someone to help guide you through. Like, it's like, okay, my room's a mess and I'm having someone in here to help me sort through this, to help me make sense of it. I am so overwhelmed and to help me know what to start with, where to clean up first. Um, and so there's tactics and strategies that can make it easier for you, less overwhelming, help guide you through it and do your best possible job with it. So that's what the role of a coach can play for you is to help you in sorting through the garbage, but also like knowing how to get rid of it, how to organize it in your brain. So that's what I do with my clients is really helping them let go of the thoughts, not holding on to them anymore. Being able to identify them as garbage thoughts, being able to not be so judgmental of it, and how do we start getting rid of them? What are our strategies for cleaning out your brain? So many of us, when we start doing work on ourselves, when we start getting more awareness around our thinking, um, want to train our brain to never ever think a garbage thought again, to always think positive and never have a negative thought. That is not the solution, my friends. <laughs> because in order to never have garbage thoughts, 
we would also need to never have any of the beautiful, loving thoughts we have. The thoughts that create what we do want. Like if you think about meditation, the goal with meditation is to clear and empty out your brain. To never have any thought at all, just to have it be totally blank. Now, of course, if you try meditation, you know how incredibly hard this is and our brain's always offering us thoughts. But genuinely, meditation is like we're emptying out our brains so there aren't any positive thoughts, but there also aren't any negative ones. There's just no words at all. That's kind of the goal of meditation. But it's kind of boring. When we're meditating, yes, we're not spitting out negative thoughts, but we're also not creating anything that is fun or something that is focused on our future and what we want in our life. It's just nothing and openness in this moment. And don't get me wrong, I'm all for meditation. I think it's a great skill to practice. But recognizing if you genuinely wanted to never ever have any garbage thoughts again, we would basically need to be in that perfect meditative state all the time where we never have any thought, which even when you meditate, it's impossible. We can't even create that, right? Our thoughts are popping in. But essentially, we would need to always be hitting that empty mind, no thoughts popping in, no negative thoughts, but also no positive thoughts either, right? It would just be nothing. So if you want to create something with your life, you want to create a future, you want to build a home, build a family, build a marriage, build a life with someone, that's going to require thinking thoughts. It's going to require thoughts that we like, thoughts that get us excited, thoughts that serve us, but it's also going to require the byproduct of some garbage. It's, that's going to be part of the process of creating the relationship you want, is we're going to have some byproduct of garbage thoughts. So the solution is not to get rid of garbage. Because that is just your nature of being human. That's the nature of creating something. But how do we respond to it? Do we judge ourselves? Do we compare to other people? Are we holding on to the garbage and collecting more of it? Or do we acknowledge it? Notice that it's there and then let it go. Do we do the work on ourselves? with a coach, with a therapist, to actually clean out our brain regularly. Because over time, garbage is going to accumulate, right? Dust is going to happen in your room. But the choice isn't whether or not there's going to be dust. The choice is, are we going to clean it out? Our choice here isn't, are we going to never think a negative thought again? The choice is, we have different garbage thoughts. Now what do you want to do about it? Are you willing to put in the work to clean out your brain? All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. You have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you next Friday. Bye.